When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, looking at her firing us up. And up. I love it. The show starts, first thing we see is Tevin yawning. God, it's early. You guys have the worst it's presence. Early. We're going to have to cut off the video. It just doesn't work. Frankly, I'm just excited that everything's working. This time. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, there is that. Heart attack to start the day yesterday, and now we can just ease right into the weekend. I cannot wait. Now, why does that happen? I don't understand why that keeps happening. Is it because it's used by different people to do different things? I think it's just a, a, it's just a cluster of technology and just you know, superior radio power coming out of the Hubbard <laughs> building. So with so much success... Stuff's going to go wrong at some point, but it's frankly, it's not about stuff breaking. It's how you fix it and how you mm-hmm. bounce back, Tom. Well, once you settle down there, miracle worker. <laughs> so now I'm looking. I, so I look at the screen. I got Tevin yawning, and I'm looking up, and Brittany's leaning on her hand like she's going to doze off. This is great. Way to excite the audience. Oh, now I can't okay. hear her. Here. There we go. <laughs> okay. I knew you were going to say that, and it's so funny because I feel like I'm leaning in, and like no, very it, much so eyes are open, but like one time I used two, and you told me I was falling asleep, which is not even remotely close. But it looks like you are. Do you just want me to be like a crackhead face the whole no, time? No, just put your hands on your lap like the rest of us. Why? Just because you're a crackhead, you get that face anyway. Yeah, Brittany, you're like Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Ricky Bobby. I need another mug. I need two mugs. I haven't heard Ricky Bobby. Oh, you know why you don't have another mug? Because Gelfan took them all home. Yeah, rest in peace mugs. Did you take another one yesterday? No, he had his own paper coffee cup yesterday. Um, I do have two from the launch party. Oh, for Christ's sake. We got all these mugs. No. We got like one. We were given two. I was given a bunch from the launch party, and they never were from the studio. I just want a full disclosure. Who gave? Why would you? you, Why would you even bring that up? I don't know because I'm a diseased brain. (laughs) I have four coffee cups at home. None of them were ever at the studio, but I just want you to know. I promised one to my mom, and I promised one to my uh, mother-in-law. So sorry. I no, no, that's good. If you that, I like that part of it. I just Gelfan takes him home to finish his coffee, and then never brings him back. And then I get an email a week from a listener, I can't remember who off the top of my head, who would like to purchase one, and I've told them at some point in my life, next time we have a party, and Ross gives me extra mugs, I will get one for him. Ross. I like Ross. Ross is a good guy. Lovely. Cat dad. Oh, he's a cat dad? 
Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Gonna, I hear about Laney Lou, his cat, all the time. <laughs> Laney Lou? Laney Lou. Okay. What is Laney Lou? Is that like somebody just, he knew or something? Just his, I think, diabetic cat. He's, he's got yeah. some sort of ailment. What? I don't know. Cats could get diabetes. Is that true? Uh, I, I, I know there's some sort of, like, this cat's a bit old, and there's a lot of, like, shots Laney Lou is on. But, hey, whatever works. I just love the fact Governor Tim Walls, now, now he's in Australia. Why is he in Australia? Oh, it even says in the deal, why Australia? It even says it in the story. He's improving Aussie-Minnesotan relations. Oh, We're well. Garnering a, a peace treaty and trade agreement. He's They're trying gonna... to get more Outback Steakhouses here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some blooming onions. Good day, mate. A little blooming. I remember the first time I ever went to an out, Outback Steakhouse was in West Palm Beach, Florida. And I enjoyed it so much, I went back and talked to the owner, and I said, if you guys ever franchise, let me know, because I'd love to buy one of your franchises. He said, well, we're, we're quite a ways away from that. All of a sudden, there were like 20 of them in Minnesota. Never got the call. Yeah, well, I mean, you probably dodged a bullet, because are they even still around anymore? Oh, I think so, aren't they? I, yeah, I don't know, I guess. With something like that, Tom, and you can tell me if this is a Josh Arnold question or inappropriate to ask people, at something like that that you buy a bunch of, do you usually sell them then before things go awry? Or you can't really like... tell. You can't really tell when things are going awry. That's the problem. Okay. Not so far. It's been you know we've opened a couple of places that aren't uh, aren't aren't open anymore. It's it's I suppose about a fifty fifty deal. You know, obviously, you, some of them do, do well and some don't. When you do something like that, do you take a loss or is it like oh you, can you take break... a big loss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do absolutely. I mean, not as big as trying to help people out uh, when they're in need, like down in you know Mississippi and all that after the hurricane. Yeah. All they do is steal your money. That's what they yeah. do. You know, you you try to help them out and you send them some money to help, and they just steal it. It's unbelievable. I think it's what I've learned from you is, man, if you're not close to a situation, it will fall apart. Even if you are. Run the other way. Uh, uh, yeah, go the other way. It's a massive pain in the ass, to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. People people and money. It, people are so weird about money. Oh, my God, oh, it's money. Oh, God, look at that. There's money. Relax. Why don't you go out and get off your ass and get a job? You get money for doing that. Yeah, but it's like every day. Yeah, you got to show up and do stuff every day. Oh, uh, horrible. So much work. What happened to the American work ethic? There used to be an American work ethic. I think it's I, still there. It's just changed. Do you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and especially because nowadays when you have a job, your employer is actively always trying to see how much work you're willing to do without getting paid the proper amount. There's that money grubbing again. No, that's a, that's a like actual factual. If you have a job. Well, that's money grubbing. Is that, though? No. Like, if I'm an employee and I'm working at McDonald's and they go, hey, you're going to work at the cash register, we're going to pay you $18 an hour. And you go, cool, works for me. And then they go, hey, we also now need you to go in the back and make fries. Right. And burgers and go clean the bathroom and, 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 and. They keep adding stuff to it. And you're like, well, can I get a raise? And they're like, nah, nah, we don't We'll talk about it. So then that's why why you have people going on strike because they're like, hey, when we – took the job we were doing here was our list of duties for this amount of money and now you want to add more things and we see that the company's making money but i'm not making money no there you always have to know that you're only the only advocate for yourself is yourself and you know it's like with any boundaries 
So that's a huge problem. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were done. Sorry. It's oh, what? no, you're fine. No, I'm jumping. Uh, I, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, Tom, I always think about, like, what advice would I give Gogo? Or, like, what advice mm-hmm. would you give Alex and Andy? And it's, like, you have to advocate for yourself. And, mm-hmm. you ha- and maybe the strike is the option. And, like, corporations, they will keep doing the status quo unless, like, something's said. And there's something to be said where people don't always know how to advocate for themselves until they, like, lose their minds and run off. Well, one of the problems we do have is I don't think I've ever seen an American population that is so incredibly self-involved and lazy. People are much lazier than they used to be. I don't know if that's true. I oh, think... it's a fact. Believe okay, me. Okay, maybe it translates as lazy. How about we agree? Let me give this scenario. It may translate as lazy, but could you see the side that my, you know, millennials and Gen Z... They are in a, a situation where they're not guaranteed a house, a job. There's no stability. They could work really hard. They could have two house. You could have two incomes, working their butts off, mm-hmm. and they still can't afford a mortgage. Like mm-hmm. the system is very frustrating. And so when the system yeah. feels very frustrated, people give up and go, "Well, then what am I doing? Why am I doing all this extra stuff?" Kind of like Tevin was talking yeah, about. Yeah, because I had a, I had a job where you know you go above and beyond. Oh my gosh, look at all these improvements you can make, and then you go, "All right, well now it's time for me to be rewarded for mm-hmm. all this extra things that I've been doing." And then they're, ah, "I don't know about that." So then you get the pushback where employers employees now are like, "I'm doing my job." And I don't care if the rest of everything burns down to the ground. Mm-hmm. And if you think I'm lazy because I'm not willing to go bail out all my other terrible employees well, or no, no, whatever else. I don't think anybody believes that. Maybe um, they do. I don't. But yeah, people are more of the mindset is in this is my job. I'm going to do my job because my employer isn't going to go out of their way to help me. So I'm not going to go out of my way to help them. But nobody ever finishes their work. And by the way, what you were. You asleep again? No. <laughs> I'm listening. Why? When I was what? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying not yeah, to lean on my Highly offensive. It's, it's bugging you. Well, it I just looks like that. he's sleeping. I'm going to get you like... so not. I'm very interested in what you're going to say. <laughs> We're going to get like a workout strap that we can s- screw into the ceiling that you can just like rest your head in there and then not have to worry <laughs> yeah. about your hands. I have such so... bad posture. I'm but in any case, on... <laughs> what, what you were saying, that's always been true. That that, yeah. that, that mortgages were always out of line, uh, in a far too high price for most people. What you're talking about is nothing new. That's always been there. Where you've been expected to do more for very little money. Uh, that's just one of those situations. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. The, the biggest problem I have with Americans right now, maybe it's the whole world, I don't know, is a lot of people never finish their work. They do their work, but they never finish it. And that's the part that drives me nuts. I... I completely understand what you are saying because I mm-hmm. sometimes fall into that hole as well where sometimes if somebody doesn't give me a hard deadline, I find myself pushing that to a weird spot. So it's like almost like I need people to be a little bit of a dick when it comes to like, like if we were casual about our start time, like we're going to start around eight. I don't know what time I'd roll in. Like sometimes I need that formal, hey, this has to be finished and I don't always like that about me. Like, I'm trying to learn to put things where they belong kind of vibe mm-hmm. right away. So I agree with what you're saying is there's there's not a lot of pride in the work no, sometimes. No, that's very true. And I'm not blaming that on any one specific no. group of people. I think it, there are many different levels and many different areas it comes from. And part of that is do, do people appreciate it if you finish your work? 
To me, it yeah. doesn't matter. I don't give a rat's ass if they appreciate it or not. I finish my work. You don't appreciate it? I don't care. Who cares? Right? Yeah. I, and I always feel bad when we talk about this, too, because, like, oh yeah, my work isn't even real. I'm in a closet. Right. I'm wearing shorts. Right. I don't have shoes on. Like, <clears throat> it's not, like, I, I, I can't, like, when I was on a deployment, yeah, I could say, like, what I do is hard. But now I feel so, if, like, I love what I do. So That's a I, good thing. Yeah. Well, speaking of being in the closet, here's Phil Mackey. I also do not have socks or shoes on right now. What a Woo, shock. Man. You guys just let and the I'm, dogs breathe, eh? I'll let, I'll let you guys, it's up to the imagination what, uh, what I'm wearing below the uh, hooded sweatshirt. It's a theater of mine, yeah. It's, that's not a problem. We got no, no, we're just talking about, about the work ethic in the world now is, is not. I think the biggest problem that you do have, and it starts with my generation, is the greatest generation worked their asses off to get things done, and they pretty much were the last ones to do that. Yeah, I think, well, it's, it's hard for, so I'm a millennial, all right? I was born in the mid-80s, mm-hmm. and I think it's funny. Every new generation gets clowned for being something less than the previous generation. So for a while, it was our generation, millennials. We don't work as hard. We're entitled. But now that we've kind of graduated, now we're like in our 30s and getting mm-hmm. older. Now the attention has turned to Gen Z being those things. And, and I have trouble sort of parsing apart how much of it is true versus how much of it is just a tradition of older generations looking at younger generations and sort of clowning them for things. Well, but I will say this, I agree. I think social media and just the mirror that's being held up to you and all of the sort of false comparisons that can be on your timeline. Mm -hmm. I think it makes people inherently more insecure and maybe less like, like if you, if you're going to put yourself out there and finish a job, it can be judged now by more people on social or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I think if you have a willingness to sort of rise above that insecurity and bust your ass without really caring what people think about you. Correct. You have a huge advantage in 2023, regardless of what it is that you do. Well, I will tell you at nine years old, it was a couple of years after the old man was hauled off in the straitjacket. It took me a couple of years to figure it out. But at nine years old, I realized by looking around, just observing. That's all I did was observe things. And I absolutely was convinced that if I worked hard, I could become very successful because nobody was working real hard. And that was 60 years ago. Dang. So people just don't like working hard. They just don't. I, I think that is actually like exactly what phil's talking about is seeing the difference between what everyone else is doing and what to do phil like i think you hit the nail on the head i was in nursing school um i started going back during the pandemic and there was a bunch of 20 year olds in me and i don't mean like in their 20s i mean they i watched a bunch of 20 year olds turn 21 it was like where am i and the big difference between me and them they were easily they had better memories they had better um they were overall smarter the big difference was they were so scared to be put themselves out there and be vulnerable. Yep. So they never wanted to, whenever we had to do a test out, like if we're doing, let's say, a catheter, they would be like terrified to put themselves out there and look like a fool. And what if, if I screw up? What are people going to think of me? Oh, my gosh. Right. And exactly. I've never thought about it all that much. But if you can, if like you said, if you can rise above that, you have a huge advantage over. And then I would walk in and be like, I don't care. I'll fail in front of all of you exactly. guys. I love failing. <laughs> no, I'm in the same boat. I, I don't give a rat's ass what anyone thinks of what I do. I yeah. get criticized all the time. It's like, I don't give a rat's ass what you think. Yeah. And most of the time, I mean, mm. 
obviously if you're putting a catheter in and everybody's watching you in the front of the class and you mess up, people are going to be able to notice. But 99% of the time, if you're walking around in your everyday life, nobody knows when you take a misstep. Nobody's right, paying attention right. to you. Everybody's in their own little yeah. bubble, paying mm -hmm. attention to themselves. So you can true. make mistakes and half the time, nobody's really going to notice. And nothing, <clears throat> nothing will make people remember something more than failure. Like when I watched a guy put a catheter in a woman's vagina of a mannequin, He'll remember forever. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where Go back her... and start that over again. The man's vagina of a fake woman. What? No, this this male nurse, okay. or nur our uh, nursing student, okay. we had to put a catheter in. So that's like where you would pee. You'd put it mm -hmm. uh, in your urethra. Mm -hmm. And he put it in her. Like, it's a mannequin. So there was nobody harmed. He <laughs> was like, this is easy. And he put her the mannequin's vagina. And I was like, we need to talk. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so he thought it was good and it was way off the mark? Yeah, like Whoops. that's that's not gonna help her at all. Boy, like I just my I just had shivers <laughs> up and down my spine thinking about that. I mean it wouldn't hurt anything. Like it'd be a pretty easy situation, but like no. get a new get a new uh cor get get new tubing for sure when you fix it. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, Phil, what didn't Urethra used to play for the Vikings? Uh yeah, was was he a backup guard? Urethra not... Johnson, I think was his name. Oh god. I think. Wow. Did they really have a player named Urethra Johnson? It was close. I don't really? know if it was urethra, but it was like... No way. I am telling you, look it up. There's, it was close <laughs> to the word urethra. Let's Google it right now. Connect I don't know like, how to without breaking closest, my computer. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something like... He was, the, he was the nose tackle, right. wink, wink, or something. Like, I don't know. There's something witty there. There's a, there's a joke there somewhere. So it wasn't urethra, but it was pretty close. Well, they did, they did, have, a, they did have a running back named Ontario Smith that brought... A, <laughs> a, a fake penis, a, a whizinator to an oh, airport. The, yeah, that's right, the whizinator. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. Yes. That guy was great, man, back in 2005. Indeed. It's mm. true. What'd you find out, Devin? Nobody named so, Urethra. Words, you're hiding it. <laughs> Nobody named Urethra Johnson. It was close, though. But there I'm, should be. There yeah. should be a football player named. And it just, should be like on Sunday Night Football when they yes. all are on camera introducing themselves <laughs> and what college they went to. Yeah. You just over there. You know, it's, uh, it's Joe Burrow from the Ohio State. It's Urethra Johnson from <laughs> UJ Flush University. Ooh, UJ, Flush. I like that. Uh, from Flushing, from Flushing, New York. Oh, <laughs> get it, Urethra from Flushing. Get it. Yeah. Uh, AJ gets the credit for that. Nah, yeah, oh, AJ, that was your deal. Uh, execution goes to Phil there. Okay. I don't know if you want to like have that on your tombstone or your resume. Like, Why it's not, not the complete. <laughs> yeah. Why that not? is my that's my claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Mackey, you might recognize me from my Urethra Johnson joke on the Tom Bernard <laughs> yeah. show. Your legacy. Put that on there. Have you guys ever seen headstones that have really weird things on them? Yeah. Uh, isn't that bizarre that they put just these odd statements on headstones? We used to like, spend, so what? I lived in Stillwater growing up, and oh, we sure, had this yeah. beautiful cemetery yep. near us, uh, near the uh, junior high. And I used to rollerblade. We used to play in there constantly because it was just these beautiful paved things. I remember. They will write the weirdest inside jokes, <laughs> and you just have no idea. It's like when somebody does that on their personal license plate, you go, okay. But like when you do it on your headstone, like you've committed to that. Yes, yeah. I would have to agree with you. But there are some very famous ones. I used to, they used to pop up once in a while. There's like the top 20 headstones in the world. And there were some pretty bizarre things that were on headstones, yeah. I'll tell you that. You might as well, because they stick right. out a lot well, more. Then, I mean, you see yeah. a lot of last name, or first and last name and dates. But, like, when you see one with, like, a question mark somewhere, you go, what? okay. 
Oh, that that's yeah. When where do we all fall on like headstones and burials? Are you couldn't like care my less. dad died a year ago, yeah. and and his sister who's still alive. So my dad lived till eighty, and then his sister's like in her mid seventies. And for fifty years, they've had two plots in Kankakee, Illinois, ready for them. Oh, okay. And like right before my dad was about, he, he had a long bout with cancer, and so you know, like right close to the end, I said, oh. I hate to like have to ask it this way, but what do you want to be buried in that plot that you've had for like 50 years next to your parents? And he's like, ah, just uh, just cremate me and sure. spread me over uh, the Mississippi or something. Like, I feel like people less and less now are choosing to have their bodies buried in graveyards. Am I wrong on that? Well, weren't they buried because they literally thought that God was going to raise them up to heaven and they yes. had to keep their body mm. intact? I think that's, that's why, why my gran- my grandpa wanted to be. He wanted the corner plot neck where the roads <laughs> intersected so that he would be like sure. conveniently placed for <laughs> you know God's he's, carriage or whatever. He's smart. He's the kind of guy who like has the the room next to the bathroom. Like your grandpa yeah. was smart. Yeah, I would like inconvenience somebody. I would be like, you know what? When I die, I want to be cremated, and I want Brittany specifically to take me on a round the world trip and like up a mountainside. Sure, take pictures with my urn. No, that's like the meanest (laughs) thing for me because you'd be in some weird back closet, and every day, one at least once a day, I'd be like, oh, I have to take care of that Tevin thing, and like I got a lot on my plate right now. Yeah, Tevin, this isn't really. Good time for me. Yeah, no, I want I want Brittany to run like a post life Instagram account where she's just no. taking selfies with my urn. Oh, that's at the Vikings meanest. game. Oh, adding social media account to it. Yeah. Just saw the new Marvels movie. Thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's just a picture of an urn and yeah. like date night with Tevin as I sit next to the popcorn bucket in the chair next to her. Justin's like, do we have to sleep with Tevin in the bed? I'm like, it was in his will. Yeah. He said 15 I, different things we need to check off. Yep. He said, I have to tuck him under a, my arm like a football every night. Yeah. What was the yeah. famous TV show where there were two women were in a boat on a lake and they had an urn with them and the woman dropped it and, of course, it was windy on the boat, so it all blew back right in her face? Was that <laughs> oh, Desperate no. Housewives? I think. That happened on The Real Housewives with Sonia Morgan when she was... She had a cremated dog, and they were putting it in the Hudson, and she threw it out there, and it all whipped back in everyone's face, and it was disgusting. Yeah, this, Wait, was, oh. this was actually a human being in this, in this TV oh, okay. show. Yeah. You said that happened on Real Housewives of Little Brittany? Like, that was a real thing, not scripted? Correct. Real oh, Housewives really? of Really? Yeah. Gross. It was, Jesus. Gross. It was rough. What's it? Eva Longoria. I think it was Eva Longoria. What show? It was, was that... Desperate that Housewives. Was, uh, that is Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Housewives. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. You ever there seen you Due Date? There's Real Housewives, Desperate Housewives. Yes. Yeah. Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. His, like, he's, he's doing the whole, he's got his dad in, like, a Folgers can because he couldn't afford the urn. Oh, sure. But then halfway through the movie, like, Jamie, they visit Jamie Foxx's character, and they're making coffee, and they're like, this is, this is <gasps> like, what's going on? They made coffee out of the guy's dad's no. ashes. Whoops. Oh, no. And it's Can't just, do it. like, it's both incredibly sad and odd, and it's just, like, funny, too, because it's great chemistry, but, yeah. So they've oh. never seen Coffee Grounds? <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean, so. it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a movie. But you, yeah. There was a TV show, Psych, that they had a scene similar to that, where oh, yeah. they were like, oh, we got to go spread this guy's ashes, and then they ended up getting into this kind of police chase. 
and the car crashes and out the window goes the dust from the urn and just oh. covers people from head to toe. <laughs> they're, like, oh. they're like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's a cake mix. We, we're going to go bake a cake. Yeah, so no, that would be the most horrific thing to happen. Is being I also heard, Tom, that most of the time when people get cremated, it's like you're lucky if it's 50% them. Oh, absolutely. Like well, there's a lot of people because it's not like they it. clean mm-hmm. out the you know right. the, I don't know what I don't know the respectful name of saying an oven for humans but like they don't clean it out every time so they they've had this big proof that a lot of times it's a bunch of people in there so celebrate oh, no. their lives right. well celebrate and it's like all. the box because they don't just put the body in there you're in a wooden box inside the oven that then burns so it's like the box ashes as well. So it's the box, box, it's the person, and then it's some some strangers, potentially. Like 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 a a finger of a stranger or something. We're all family now. They say it takes a community (laughs) to raise a child. It also takes a community to burn a body, yes. Wow. I will tell you. It's a heck of a talk here this morning. Well, we'll close with this one. Because every time I go up to Long Prairie, Minnesota, and go see my grandmother's tombstone, about every other time while I'm standing there, if there are other people around, it's my grandmother who died at, I think, 88 years old, something like that. And they all go, God, why did her sons all die so young? Because, you know, you got August the 1st, who was 29, August the 2nd, Augie, right? He died when he was 39. And then you had Emil, who died later than that. He was probably in his 40s. But it's like... Because they didn't die. They were all three murdered. So that might have oh, something there to do you go. Yeah. Like, Tom, that's a wild thing to fill out on your when you go to the doctor when they're like, do you have any family cancer or whatever? And then there's no, other. And you murder. just write murder. <laughs> they were all murdered. So, you know, that's good. I have murder in my family. Oh. But it's kind of funny when they go, oh, we feel so bad. They all died so young. Yeah, because you didn't know them. That's why you feel so bad. Oh, actually, August the 2nd was a great guy. I do love that name. Yeah, he was August Dean, or Dane is the way he pronounced it. In any case, I suppose we, should, we only got about two minutes left, so we should, might want to mention a sport or something. No, I, and I got I to gotta run right now because okay, we got to get to Patrick Royce. And you know what? Me. There's not much to mention off that no. go for basketball game uh-huh. where they blew a 20-point lead with 11 minutes to go. Oh, Why do you leave on that note, Phil? So, you just I'm going to leave. I'm drop that, that one in there. That was well. the one I'll catch story you guys on Monday. <laughs> Torch's Uncle Tommy, that's why. Thank you. See you guys. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north. Uh, We should take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 offer when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, it's not a big deal at all. 25, 30 minutes, you're out of there. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew that they could help you. 
Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sales convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. What do you think of that action? I said keyword partner, did you hear me? Actually, I didn't say that. I asked questions and nobody answered me. Nice attention span you guys got. I'm doing stuff over here. <laughs> I'm wor- hey, I'm working over here, Tom. K&L Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. K&L is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and has a huge selection of trap loads. Fall hunting is here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been kind of hard to find in stock lately. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off on anything in the store. And that is anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Great place to. It's just fun to walk around the store because they got everything. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert with us now, who missed about three cues this morning while I was watching him. Nice job. Way to pay attention. It's not what yeah. happened, Tom, but I, I saw it. throw other people under the bus. I so saw it. Gonna, so I'm not going to say. <laughs> so I will, because I'm a team player... I will make the, myself look foolish before I make my coworkers look foolish. Oh, is that what it was? I, I loved it because at one point he just stops what he's doing and he goes, I'm sorry, I can't read today, apparently. Yeah, I saw <laughs> it. Yeah. Yep, we saw it. Hannah dropped the ball on something this morning. Can't remember what it was, though. Right, that was very early in the show, I know. I don't know about that. She did. She dropped the ball. Is she standing behind you? Hannah, get off your ass and get to work. 
Nope, she's not in here. <laughs> well, never mind then. So what's happening, Pally? Nothing. What's up with you guys? Just uh, kind of hanging out, waiting to, to get through the day. You know what I mean? Brittany, you got that Frye feeling over there? Yeah, I'm having that Frye love over here in the closet and eating prairie. I was listening to uh, Chris Eggert sing during the break. Was it good? It was. There was a yee-hee that sounded like Michael Jackson out of nowhere that <laughs> had that, me. There's that part of Take It to the Limit where they're like, yee-hee. Am, yeah. am I the only one that can hear that? I yeah, didn't really. Well, I had my headphones off because I had a bunch of stuff to do, so I, I couldn't hear it. That's it was, that's weird to me because I don't I don't I didn't have your guys's fader up so there's no way you could have heard that I feel like I literally heard the most Michael Jackson sound I've ever heard in my life and it had me giggling because I thought it was on air but it was like yee-hee. hmm I, that was me oh, it was man. good weird okay that's interesting <laughs> ah, what the hell whatever works. Tom, I'm not used to seeing you without a hat on. I know I just I just said once in a while to not wear a hat but. You know, and I, I tried some new glasses, but the new glasses don't look as good as the old ones. They're they're just gold wire rims, and I look like you know I don't know. They don't they don't look as whatever. Oh. I don't care. Well, you know what I mean. I, I think it's feeling better. I'm having some glasses issues these days too. See, those are good though. I like those glasses on you. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I need them, but I don't need them. Like yeah. if I can look at yep. you guys like this, this is great. Yep. But. I think the problem is with my reading lately is I can't see the teleprompter very well. Mm. Same story. That's the only time when I'm going to read something from my uh, screen, I put my glasses on. Otherwise, I don't need them. That's true. Tevin, this is what's going to happen when you get old, my man. Yep. No, I don't don't think so. I think I'll be fine. I don't get old is what I've been told. Black don't crack. What, are you going to get killed? Yeah, we we usually we die before we get up to the elder states. Real nice. No, I've already got, like, there are moments where I'm like, things are a little bit more blurry than they should be at this point in yeah. my life. Like, yeah, I squint a little too much. I understand. So top stories today, uh, I'm looking at the Star Tribune right now, and I don't really see. Give to the Max Day, do $34 million. I saw that on your show, which is really nice to hear. Yep, that's uh, that that happened yesterday. And I, not a record setter, but I think it was mm-hmm. the second, second most money they've ever raised before um i have a couple of, of uh well what, what was our top story today um oh the so the minneapolis uh the mayor is calling a special meeting of the city council to try to get them to um uh, pass some kind of uh, law that would let the police department give bonuses for police right. officers right to try to hire more officers uh, because there's such a problem with hiring and retaining officers for Minneapolis right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, again, like kind of kind of one of those deals where you're maybe not getting to the root of why, why the police officers are quitting. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that, Chris. Do they not know why cops keep quitting? Because everybody hates them. That might have I something mean, to do I with it. I suppose that's part of it, right? You want to try to financially incentivize. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, at what point of your financial incentives do you just go, well, I, you know what, that's not really worth it to me. What's I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather go across the river. Or I'd rather go out to one of the suburbs or I'd rather, you know, do my job there. I'm telling you, did people not realize that uh, the fewer cops you get, 
life hasn't gotten too good. How many more people are being shot to death since this whole anti-police attitude? Look, not all cops are great people, but not any... I mean, disc jockeys are all great people, but, you know, other than that... Yeah, they that are. is a well, that statistic has never been proven wrong. They That's are true. the best people. There's no question about it. But yeah, if I, I don't know. If I were a cop, I would not like the constant bitching about it. I'm doing the best I can. And when I'm on duty, I am in danger the whole time I'm on duty. Right? And and it's and that's not to say, as you brought up, that there's not some issues going on in the yeah, department. Yeah, absolutely. There obviously are. So I don't know. It's... I'll tell you what, we're not going to figure it out right now, but I will tell you that the city council is meeting about it today. So. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's this headline to start to be with expiring leases and scarce financing. Angst grows for Twin Cities office building owners, too. There's another problem. Nobody's going downtown anymore. The So that's funny that, that the Strib had that story today because we talked to the downtown council yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. trying to get They're trying to get people all pumped up to go downtown because it's holiday time and... Um, and they were saying 64% of the companies down there have people working again downtown. Mm-hmm. So there are some of those buildings that have more people working there again. But the Stribs article basically today is when the bills come due on all these buildings, like none of these companies are right. going to have the money in the bank to continue. Yep. And so the, the implication is, is that the commercial real estate market and everything down there is not in a great place. Yeah, that's what I understand. It's way, way out of whack. Well, I mean, every other storefront window that you walk by has a for lease sign in the window. So you really can't both. I feel like the downtown being empty and the lack of police kind of go hand in hand, because if you can somehow make police officers feel less stressed and better about doing their job and are yeah. more adequately trained then the community is going to have more faith and feel safer and then now they're more willing to go out to you know the areas that are you know dangerous like downtown it's yeah. so sad I, that you an area downtown when i was a kid it was the safest place in the entire state yeah it's really not that bad i've Good. always kind of laughed and when people go, oh, it's so dangerous. Like you don't go out downtown and are in danger of being abducted and murdered the second you step outside. You like, get you're, robbed. You're gonna be okay. A lot of people got robbed. I mean, people get robbed everywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we hear stories about people in Minnetonka getting carjacked oh, yeah, and robbed. So, I mean, listen, you know, somebody tried to take my daughter's now. car right, right out of our driveway, so I can attest to that. Right. So. Now wait a second. You guys are trying to make the the argument that it's not more dangerous downtown than it is anywhere else. Come I mean, on. I'm sure because there's a higher concentration of people down exactly. there, there might, exactly. there might be a higher number, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of feel the same way that Tevin does. I think there are certain parts of downtown where you just, you kind of know better than to go around there. I think yeah, there's certain, I suppose. and I think there are certain times where you be, might be more apt to run into some some right. problems. If you're but. if you're out at bar close at two thirty yeah. in the morning yep. with a bunch of drunk idiots, then yeah, there's probably some stuff that's going to be going on. But if you're trying to go to Lunds and Byerly's at noon, you're not getting beat up because you're downtown. I love that Lunds, by the way. The one on what is it, Twelfth and in Hennepin? Uh, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, the, I love that. Yeah. I love that Lunds. I feel like Lunds and Byerly's is like a safe haven from crime. Like, if you're, <laughs> if so. you're on their premises, nothing's going to happen to you. <laughs> You'll We're, be broke, but nothing yeah, will happen right. to you. You'll oh, pay yeah. a lot for your groceries, but 
you'll be safe. You know what's funny? You guys bring that up. I happen to be in a store that might have just been mentioned. I'm not going to say which one it is, but I bought two sandwiches. I bought like a, maybe five things. It was $130. Oh, I'm it's like, never not what? 100 It's never. It's always 100 bucks. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's like I go in there and I'm like, we just need bananas. And then I grab, I'm like casually grabbing other stuff and it's always like 102 And I'm like, yep. how did we get here? And, and they, like, they have their membership whatever programs. So like if you go to Cub Foods, you'll type in your number and you'll get a bunch of discounts. I've shopped faithfully at Lunds and Byerly's for years. I always put my phone number in. Yeah, I don't think I've ever once seen the price go down ever you, from being a member. And and I'm, not, so I'm sure true. it has its benefits, but I am just not aware of what those benefits are, like, but I will still put my number in. Cub be making some deep cuts. If you pull out that little oh, yeah. red thing on your keys, they're like, oh, we actually owe you money. And I'm like, Cub, I love you for that. But yep. you're right. Yeah, not the same. I love how she went all urban. Cub be making some. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was at Cub Foods once, and they whatever. I was like, oh my, the deal wasn't working, and then I realized because oh, you have to be a member to get those deals. And the lady that was working was like, oh, you're not a member. Well, you can only sign up during the week, but here, just put my code in so you can get all the discounts. I was like, yeah, Cub for the win. Let's oh, go. Cub is oh, great. Nice. Yeah, worst lighting like ever. Like sometimes oh, yeah. when I'm in a bad mood and I'm in Cub, and I'm like, I'm. Poor and miserable, and then I'm like, oh no, I'm just in a bad mood, and there's bad lighting. Yep. But like, it's great there if you have a good mindset, know what you're getting. It's mostly the same stuff. So yeah. you know what's interesting is I have, depending on what I'm buying, I have three different stores. I got yeah. Lunds, I got Cub, and I got Jerry's. You forgot Trader Joe's. Trader oh, yeah, Joe's sucks. Trader Joe's all. What? Don't sleep on Aldi. Don't yes. sleep on Aldi. Thank you, but, Chris. But again, you have to be in a good mood to go into Aldi. If you go there, it's it gets a little weird. But then, Je or, Tom, don't forget Costco, oh, too. Oh, Hannah's here. Hannah's Do not sleep on Aldi. Yes, Hannah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Hannah. And your reusable bags. Do not sleep on Aldi. Hannah, was that today or yesterday when you made that massive mistake during your report? <laughs> he already's giving me shit it's about every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's every day. Okay. Which mistake? There's so many. <laughs> Who's better than you? I no. said I knew of no mistake that you've ever made. So. Oh, stop. No. Oh. All mistakes all the time. Hannah, that color on you is stunning. Oh, thank you. It thank does look you nice. guys so much. Thank you. It's Not interesting that you didn't compliment Chris's outfit. Though. Right. All Rude, of, all of you guys look so great. Oh, I'm in a closet. I'm so scared. You're a great liar. <laughs> oh, this old thing? Stop. Another mistake she made today. <laughs> What are mistakes I've made? No, no, no. I just said by saying oh. we all look good. That it was either a lie or a mistake. One of the oh. two. No, it's the truth. Okay. As no. Brittany wipes her nose, <laughs> yes. I look like I'm stuck on my face. Never no. looked better. That's true. Oh, the... That's yeah. true. Aldi for the win. Um, and Costco. Yeah, Costco. And you just wait. Jerry. Yeah. You go buy. You guys buy your diapers there. Diapers at Costco. Oh heck yeah! Biggest problem I got with Costco though. Every time I go, I bring home a fifty-five gallon drum of cheese balls. Oh. Or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever yeah. it is. Chris and I love the um, holiday cookies. With oh the yeah. Red tin, the mm -hmm. red tin. I think they're yeah. out. They must. So yeah, I, you know, I didn't look for those when I was there the other so day. I can't buy them. They're too dangerous to have around the house. I, oh, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I eat all of it in one sitting. Well, <laughs> I got a blast, but thanks, guys. Aldi. Oh, I'm busy. 
She hollers out Aldi at the end. She out Aldi. I love it. Peace no, out, Aldi. Aldi. But it's true. Trader Joe's has great stuff. Their cookies, by the way. Trader Joe's cookies are really good. Except I'm pissed off at them because they used to have a thing called a Bafo bar. It mm-hmm. came in a little white wrapper, just B-O-F-F-O, I think it was spelled. They, were tr- they weren't full-size candy bars. They were like that big. They were wonderful, but they don't sell them anymore, which pisses me off. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. I what's a what it what? It was a Bafo bar. What is bar. in the Bafo bar? It was just like a you know they got the the caramel and the nuts and the whatever that filling is that they have in Snickers. Yeah, nougat. Yeah. Nougat. Yeah, nougat. That's exactly what it is. It's nougat. You're absolutely right. Just kind of go back briefly to downtown. I must tell you that as a boy. Like I said, when I was a little kid, nine, ten years old, I used to walk downtown every day and come back. Nobody ever bothered me. I worked downtown at Donaldson's and Dayton's. I, I love downtown Minneapolis. And, you know, I go to uh, Murray's whenever I get the chance to go to see Manny's. Whenever I go to Manny's, though, it's always with guys from K-Fan. Those guys really? from K-Fan just love Yeah, they're that all place. about Manny's, aren't they? They like, are. They love all Manny's. I ever hear Rosen talking about is Manny's. Yes. That's he, my, I think he has a cot that he just <laughs> sleeps in the back <laughs> at Manny's. He does love that place, though. God, but I, have, God, I haven't gone to. Actually, the last time I went to, to dinner with those guys, uh, Rosen was there. Meat Sauce was there. And, and Scott Studwell came to the dinner. I love Scott oh, Studwell. Sweet. Love that guy. I just saw a picture of him on the internet this morning. Somebody was like, uh, "Post a picture of your favorite Viking or your yep. favorite Viking of all time," and it was it was Studwell, and he got like blood on his pants. And I'm like, "God, that guy was a bad dude." He was great Loved guy him. though, but the one problem with Scott Studwell is if you become a really good friend of his, he gives you hugs every time he sees you, and it hurts like a son of a bitch. He doesn't even know he's doing it, but it hurt. I mean, he's so goddamn strong. He's like, "Good to see you, Tom." That would be terrifying to know. Like, I get scared when I know that people are going to shake my hand hard. Like, I'll avoid it. Oh, sure. I can't imagine being hugged so hard it hurts. Well, that might be an exaggeration, but, you know. Listen, with a name like Studwell. That's true. Like, he had to have gone down that path, and he's got to be a hard hugger. Tevin, we should book Scott. Studwell. Scott. See if we can figure out how to get him on. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I can come up. Oh, I got his number. I'll just give you his number. Oh, okay. That should make it a lot easier, don't you think? Yep. No, <laughs> yeah. that's that's my favorite. It'll be like like Catherine earlier this week was like, Mr. T, what's he up to? We should get him on the show. I was like, <laughs> yeah, let me, just, <laughs> let me just reach right out to Mr. T. And oh, my God. That is pity the fool. Yeah, a million dollars to guess what guest. Catherine was going to ask where I would never know no. it would be Mr. No. T. No, Mr. no T. absolutely yeah. not. I pity the fool that doesn't watch Channel 5. I pity the fool. I got a lot of mo. That was my favorite one from, from Mr. T. I got a lot of mo. I got a lot of mo. Love that. Uh, I will, uh, as I depart, I will briefly say I happened to catch an A-team marathon on oh the other Oh, my day God. On one of, the, one of our sub-tier channels, like, 5.1 or 5.2 or 5.3 or 5. I don't know what it is. But um, the A-Team was not a great show. No, it was not. You're you ever, right. You ever see the newer movie with, like, Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper? No. No. Oh, it's okay. it's, I mean, it's good? not good, but it's not it's not bad. <laughs> like, it's enter, it's entertaining, yeah. you know? You watch and you're All like, right. okay. Does that I'll have... go with entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was when you saw the back-to-back episodes yeah. that you were like, um... You can really see how not great it was. 
Yeah. Like, oh, look, Murdoch's doing something crazy again. Ha, ha. <laughs> I mean, it was like the same freaking thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they're in their van. How are they going to get it out of, out of that predicament? I understand. How are we going to get out of the predicament of having you on this show? That's what I'd like. Turn to me off. Just freaking unplug me. <laughs> Just unplug Please. me. I mean... <laughs> Do not resuscitate. All right. Have a great day, sir. Bye, guys. Bye, Chris. Chris Eggert brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Matter of fact, uh, Josh, as you know, on Fridays is on the family podcast, but he's going to come in, you know, 15, 20, 25 minutes early just because I wanted to ask him about uh, interest rates. They have dropped again. Does he see that uh, trend continuing? Because, man, those... But the, the highest interest rates got up to what? Almost ten percent, and I'm not even talking like for a dangerous loan. That was just for a regular loan. Right. Oh yeah, and that's like if you have great credit. Right. Like I remember right. working at the dealership, and people with you know challenged credit would walk out of there with like an eighteen percent, twenty percent type of situation. Oh. Ouchie. That's a lot of money. Well, some credit cards are not what thirty-five percent for some people. Yeah. Man, how can you even use that card? I would. That's terrifying. I couldn't agree more. I don't even have a credit card. Well, well, yeah, we're going to have to get one eventually. See, yeah. let me ask you this. Why? Let me ask well, you why. You have credit. a cash. I've never missed a bill. Sorry. I've never, I've never like missed a payment. Right. D- isn't that like enough to be like, hey, you know, maybe he's kind of reliable. Maybe he's got his feet under, you know, on the ground and he's able to do, do it. Do you have a card that you, with which you can get cash? Yeah, like I have a that's, debit card. Yeah, debit card. That's what yeah. I use too. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but I have credit I, cards. But, but like, yeah. like a credit score. I like I couldn't tell. I don't. Oh, I don't know yeah. I mean, because you be really can't do anything in life without a credit card score or like a credit score. And so I would yeah. like how I always started with mine when I first got one was I would use it like I would use my debit card and then just pay it off immediately. Good move. Because it's like, but people, where you get into trouble is the people that are like, my credit limit's a thousand dollars. Let me just swipe this all the way up to a thousand, and oh, yeah. now I'm upside down. Maybe I'm just dumb and I don't understand. But like, if I have the money, right then and there, why do why would I, why do I want to take that extra I step? I agree. If I have the money, just take it out right now. Why do right. I have to like well, pretend money? Because you got to show the payment history. So that way when you try to buy a house, they go, oh, he has years of paying all of his bills on time, and it's all a setup. It's all a scam. Seems like but a flawed system in my mind. It is. Well, it's they use that system to make money. Exactly. So there's the flaw right there. They have to make some money off of it. But what are you going to do, right? You're so right. I, cry I, about it. I think yeah, in my exactly. 20s, I realized I had no credit because I was in the same predicament, AJ. And then when I went to go buy a house, like, thank God Justin had good credit because mine was just non-existent, which looks bad. Oh, which sure. is so stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, you need... You can, I think you, if you're paying rent, there is a protocol where it can go towards your credit score. And mm-hmm. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's, that's a good one to do because yeah. it shows proof of something. Yeah. And now they've got, you can download apps where you can get, where it's a debit card, but it still counts as a credit card. Or yeah. yep. the, what's the, uh, Shoot, it's a purple cow uh, Experian, where that's where if you're paying like your electric bill, John phone Cena. bills, yeah, like that. <laughs> there's a way where that factors into your credit score as well. Well, okay. that's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. No question about it. But yeah, debit cards are much better than credit cards. I agree. I mean, I got a few credit cards just to have them. Um, but I, if, whenever I can, I agree with all of you that I would use cash or a debit card first always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, no matter what I use, Bilski gets it all anyway. So what's the difference? Right. Classic well, Bilski or Catherine, either way. <laughs> or Andy or Alex. Yeah, or me. Or you. That's my favorite. When they'll add, like, I think it was Andy one day was saying he was going to buy something for the studio. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, just use my credit card. And he was like, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Well, Don't great. Be naive. Of course, it's already charged. Think I was going to wait to get reimbursed? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for you, pal. No doubt about it. All right, we do have to take a break. And then, what's, what's some lame-o named Bob Sansphere? What's that? Some guy that, I mean, I, I got to turn his mic down. I can hear him already. So. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. We'll take a break. Bob Sansphere will join us right after this. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed and nothing more, which is great news for you. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank gives Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you, just like they've taken care of me and my family the whole time here. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom sent you. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, your legal issues, banking, and more. Same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment uh, Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I am a paid endorser.